Welcome to the Foxes and Fowl podcast, season two. Foxes and Fowl is the campus ministry of the United Church of Canada at the University of British Columbia. We are committed to exploring the ways that God is at work in us and others for the healing and renewal of the world. We believe that God has called us to live in a particular way in this world, the way of Jesus. To help us do that, over the next several weeks, we're going to take a break from our usual pattern of longer interviews and dive into St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians together, one little step at a time. We hope you'll join us on the way. Hey, I'm Aaron. Thanks for joining in today as we work our way little by little through St. Paul's letter to the Ephesians. If you're starting with this episode, you may want to go back a couple first. But then again, maybe this is the word that God wants to speak to you today. Now, so far we've heard that by God's grace and God's desire, we are saints. Not because of what we do, but because God says so. And then we heard that we are blessed with every spiritual blessing that heaven has to offer. And most recently, Paul reminded us that we are chosen by God. Chosen before we managed to do anything, before we could possibly have earned it, before the foundation of the world. Chosen is our default identity. Next, Paul invites us to lean into that fact a little deeper. Today's verse says that God destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ according to the good pleasure of his will. Now, this is such an important thing for us to understand. It's true that we are chosen, but not just for a task or to be in on a secret or because we have special abilities, which is true of us, but that's just not the reason we're chosen. Instead, God chose us for relationship. God destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ. God's choice is to gather us into God's family, into the life of the Trinity, the eternal intimacy of Father, Son, and Spirit. We are meant to be in on what God is up to. We are part of the family business. That's God's good pleasure. You know, if you've been hanging around the church for any amount of time at all, you'll be familiar with the idea that we are God's children. For many of us, it's a comforting image. God is our divine parent who, as Jesus says, gives good gifts to his children. It's a wonderful reality. But it's more than just relational. In the first century, when St. Paul was writing, who your family was, and in particular who your dad was, made all the difference. It defined who you were and what you could do with your life. When we understand God as our divine parent, And father is symbolic language, right? God transcends our ideas of gender. God is not an old man in the sky. But father is also important language because it reminds us that ours isn't a God who's vague and distant. Ours is a God of agency and action. Ours is a God who loves and can be loved in return. And so when we understand God as our divine parent, what we're saying is that it's who and how God is that defines us, and nothing less. 
We are defined by extravagant, creative, redemptive love. We are defined by God's authority, by God's standing, by God's desire for us and for all things. Now, this isn't a a new idea. Paul's not making things up. It's the way that it was always meant to be. The Genesis story tells us that we are made in the image of God, that we are meant to be like God in the world, to look like God, to have God's mannerisms. We are other than God, but we bear a likeness of God. We're made in God's image. Now, I I don't know about you, but I have a hard time remembering that it's God whose identity shapes mine. I tend to define myself according to other metrics. (laughs) Sometimes I forget that my identity has anything to do with God at all. I define myself by my job or my family or my successes and failures. Or worse, I I let the world around me dictate who I am. The Genesis story also reminds us that we have this abiding capacity to chase after some other identity than the very good one in which God made us. That's the root of what the church calls sin, and it messes up our relationship with God. And from there with ourselves, each other in creation. But in Jesus, we see how far God will go to repair that relationship, and as a result, to begin to repair all of our relationships. You know, instead of setting us adrift, God came among us to gather us in, to adopt us into God's family, all because it's God's good pleasure to have us close. You know, you, my friend, are a child of God because it pleases the God who made the universe to have it that way. How good is that? You are the object of God's good pleasure. You are eternally beloved, and you are made to bear that love in and for the world. And may it be so. Amen. Thanks to the Foxes and Fowl team in the Pacific Mountain region of the United Church of Canada for making this happen. And thanks as ever to Davis Miller for the soundtrack. I hope you can join us next time. And until then, grace and peace.